Hello, kings and queens, and welcome back to That The Therapy. I'm Sri Hardy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I pray that it is a blessing to you and yours. Well, today I'm going to do another short and sweet. This one is titled, The Moment You Prayed. The Moment You Prayed. And um, the scriptural reference for this is Daniel 9, 23. As soon as you began to pray, a word went out, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. That was the scripture reference. So in life, we're always waiting for something, waiting for a dream to come to pass, waiting to meet the right person, waiting for a problem to turn around. Maybe you have been praying about a situation for a long time and don't see anything happening. You could easily be discouraged, but you have to realize that the moment you prayed, God established a set time to bring the promise to pass for your healing, your promotion, and your breakthrough. It may be tomorrow or next week or five years from now. God promises that there are set times in our future, but he doesn't tell us when they will be. When you understand that the time hasn't already been set, it takes all the pressure off. You won't be worried, wondering when this is ever going to happen. You'll relax and enjoy your life, knowing that the promise has already been scheduled by the creator of the universe. Are you willing to wait with a good attitude, knowing that it's on the way? Prayer for today. Father, thank you that you have established set times to bring your promises to pass in my life. Give me the grace to accept your timing and wait patiently knowing that you've already scheduled things in in for me. I believe that many times, that my times are in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, that was another good one. If you are new to Bad Thought Therapy, short and sweet are messages that I get text to me every morning. Um, The author is unknown, and I usually just expound upon this. Um, This is so, so beautiful. just a reminder that when we pray, God hears. I cannot emphasize that enough that the beauty of having a personal relationship with God, and I'm not talking about religion, but where you yourself are personally connected to God and you have a real relationship is just so powerful because you can talk to God about everything. You can talk to him at any time. You can be anywhere. And the beauty of it all is that not only does he hear, he literally hears your prayers. You don't have to worry about your business being out in the streets. You don't have to worry about being ashamed. You don't have to worry about being put down. God is able to help you do everything. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. And when you pray, God does one or two things. It's either you are changed, you yourself is changed. Maybe your circumstances did not change instantly. But I've had prayers where the next day, God moved in a mighty way. Wasn't trying to rhyme that rhyme. I'm going to give you some examples of that in a few minutes, but... I've had those kind of prayers, but there are other times when it took it took some time, and there are always things that I'm still 
praying to God about and I haven't seen manifested, but I am believing that God hears because what I'm praying for is righteous. What I'm praying for is noble and good. And I know whatever I pray for, it's not just for me. It's really for, you know, other people and it's, it's whatever I get or whatever I have, it's not just for my own personal enjoyment or gratification or whatever. It is really so that I can do more good in the kingdom. And that's, and I do pray for that and I continue to pray. And here's the thing, you have nothing to lose by praying. That's another beautiful benefit of praying is because, you know, people are going to counseling and I have talked about this before. I am not against counseling. I would never talk against it. I'm not against therapy, but those things are man-centered. So you have to go to, when I say man-centered, I mean person-centered because it could be a man or a woman, but you got to go somewhere. You have to make an appointment. You have to pay. You have to be there at a certain time and you leave at a certain time. With God, you can pray anytime, anywhere. You do not have to pay. You do not have to make an appointment. And then... The other part that's really scary because, and I'm so concerned about this, is that people are getting bad counseling. You know, there are people getting counseling and they're still hurting themselves and others. There are still, um, there are people out here who are not being affected at all. And the reason why is because they're not getting the right counseling. And I have said this before, the answers to some of our problems go beyond human effort. So yes, there are some things that we can do in the natural, but most people's problems, not everybody's, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, there are people who do have like chemical imbalances. They might have had, you know, a brain injury, some kind of trauma, there are reasons, but most people, the problems that they have have a spiritual um, solution and and, it, and then because that part is missing nothing's getting better it's just getting in fact in some cases it is literally getting worse and it's because if I take my car to the mechanic and he doesn't assess the problem correctly or diagnose the problem correctly then I, my car is not going to be fixed and then not only am I going to have the problem that I had when I came there but I'm going to have another problem and that's what's happening because when you're dependent upon a person to help you with your healing, um, and you, and I say dependent, it's nothing wrong with getting help and, and letting those people help you, but when you become dependent upon that, and that's what's happening um, to many people, then you are never able, able, you're never able to stand on your own two feet. You're nev- never able to take full ownership of your life. And so that's the problem that I have. I'm, you know, Again, it, there's always a bad and a good. There's there are different levels to this stuff, but I'm so concerned because there are people they're spending all this money and they're still going into a bank and shooting everybody. And that's because if you don't get the right counseling, because it's spiritual. If you're not, you need. And most people, what they really need is spiritual counseling. That's what they need, and that's not what they're getting, and so it hurts. It breaks my heart. But I just want to say this: um, continue to pray and continue to wait. I don't care what your situation looks like. Hope is something. I know hope is not a strategy. I, I get that. 
and I and I understand that hope itself doesn't change circumstances, but hope can allow you to endure until the circumstance is changed. You have nothing to lose. If you left this earth today believing that God is able and he is willing to do a mighty thing in your life, a miracle in some cases, transform your life, let me tell you, you have nothing to lose. That just means you would just be happy. And I I'm, I will say this until the end. You have to pray and talk to God every day. The more I talk to God, the better I feel. The more peace I have. The more hope I have. The, just I, I get so encouraged. The more encouraged I get. And that is what I want to say for you. You have nothing to lose. Get into that quiet place. You have to learn how to set aside quiet time where you're doing nothing. Well, you know, I'm a very active person and I'm a doer and my daughter jokes, you know, I'm, I'm a Gemini moon. She says it just, and she talks about, you know, I have a lot of energy. I'm a high energy person and I can lean toward being a workaholic because when I do something that I love, you know, I can just keep going and I can be like the Energizer Bunny until I crash and burn. But I've learned the hard way that I have to always set aside time, first of all, daily. But then there's sometimes I don't do anything. Like I don't do anything. And I just spend that time with the Lord. Some nights I am just, you know, spending time with the Lord. I'm just talking to the Lord and just trying to get answers from the Lord. I'm seeking out his wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for ideas and answers. Ask God for clarity. Ask God for understanding. And I'm going to tell you something about God. Even when you think you got it right and you start going one way and if it wasn't really God's plan but okay you thought you got it for whatever the reason. Let me tell you something. God will still work it out in your favor. Hallelujah, glory to God. I'm a witness. God will still work that thing out in your favor. He will give you a safety net. He will protect you. I am a witness, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting emotional. Let me tell you, I'm a witness. Whatever you do, you hang on to God's unchanging hand. People will come and go. You might say things that people agree with and don't agree with. You can be offensive, even if you're not trying to. We all do these things. We are imperfect. People are imperfect. And it's good to have relationships with people. But nobody is perfect. And what we need to do is connect to the one who is perfect. The one who knows all things. Somebody made the sun. Some some being made the sun and the moon and the stars. When you start, let me tell you something, I'm a nerd. And when you really start delving into science and like you start getting into like astronomy, like, you know, how, you know, how everything works in the universe. And you know, man can't make a computer. The computer that man makes has to be updated every day or every other day. A car, you got to go and replace your brakes or get your oil changed. And you think about the earth and the universe and the galaxies and you know there's a God and that's the one I'm telling you to connect with for yourself and by yourself and that's another critical piece Um, 
I'm so concerned because there's a difference between religion and relationship. Relationship allows you to have a personal connection with God without anybody else involved. I can't get to know a person by talking to their friend. I can only get to know a person by talking to that person. The same principle applies when you really want to experience the presence of God in your life. You want to feel his presence. You want to experience his pure, unfailing love. You have to connect. And when you're at church, you may not connect. You may, you may not. It should help you grow in trying to understand how God's character works in the, on this earth. But it may not because you have so many places now where they're not even talking about God. They're talking about Beyonce. You'd be amazed. They're not even talking about God. They're lifting up the name of an entertainer more. And I say that even talking about her critically, what I mean by that. I want to clarify that. You know, like talking about her and how she's a demon. And they're not even talking about the God who's all-powerful over everybody. They've given a human being so much power that instead of talking about Jesus in the pulpit, they're talking about an entertainer, a singer, that can drop dead tomorrow. I mean, I can't even believe it. So that's why you must connect to God for yourself. You must know God for yourself and talk to him. And then ask him to tell you where to go, what to read with whom to fellowship. I was in a conversation with a friend and we were going to do a podcast together, but there were some technical problems. And because um, I'm going to do, I'm eventually, I am going to get my life together and do this spinoff that I always wanted to do called Dear Atheist. And I already, we just did one episode together. But I had some tech, I don't know if I'm going to publish that episode, but we talked about fellowship. And it was very interesting. I, I'm a person, I believe in going to church But I think a lot of people misunderstand that when you go to church, you're technically not fellowshipping because you're not talking to anybody. You're sitting there and you're listening to the minister. You're not not talking during the service. You're not having a discussion. So really, fellowship is something that you do everywhere when you interact with people. You fellowship when you're on your job and you're having a conversation about God and about his goodness and his love or you 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 put the spiritual aspect into whatever situation or you're in the grocery store you're at your family member's house you're having a conversation with a friend that's real fellowship and i think people kind of miss that there's assembly where you come together and there are people who you know in my case i i did visit a church when my daughter was in college she had an assignment where she had to go to a church that was not a part of, she was not affiliated with and take some notes and, you know, she had to write a report on it and everything. And so we visited a church. Now, I'm going to be honest, this church, it was different. And so it was more like people could get up and talk and all of that. Whereas I was used to the kind of church where you go and you sit down and you listen. And I have no problem with that. In fact, I've been so blessed by that all my life. I have been so blessed. I'm not criticizing that. But my point is that, Fellowship is only when you are personally interacting with other people who share your faith. Most of the time, when I would fellowship, it would maybe be before I went to church. I, and and I, especially after church, I remember one time I ran into 
I was coming out of church and I ran into one of my childhood friends. I was like, wow. And we just chitted, we chatted and we chit-chatted. I was going to say chitted. Lord, we chit-chatted, excuse me. And we, we just, we were so happy to see each other. And I didn't know she was a member because my church is so big. So my point is that you want a fellowship, but fellowship may not be in an edifice. It may not be there. You want to have conversations with people who share your faith. And you want to have those conversations as often as you can. And, um, and, and, and that is how you roll. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. And so people do empower people and it's good to do that. And so I just want to just put that out there. But I just want to say this, God heard you. When you pray, just as this story in Daniel teaches us, the life lesson from that story is that when Daniel prayed, God heard. And we know the story, and I really believe that the story was true, that there was a man named Daniel. He was put in a den of lions, and the lions did not harm him. Because there are, believe it or not, you guys, there are modern stories where lions did not attack people. There's a story years ago. I used to, um, as a teacher... I, I used to read the newspapers so often, you know, now everything is online, but I would just get all these weird stories. And there were these, I don't know how, what you would call them, but they were just like a section of the newspaper where they just have odd things happening. And I got so fascinated by these. And one of them was a story that happened in Ethiopia years ago where a girl was trying to run away from being forced to marry a man that was significantly older. And she didn't want to do it, and she was running away, and she came upon a pride of lions. And the lions, animals, that God you protected her from the men. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you can look this up, you can Google this. I'm sure the article now is online somewhere, you know, this is way back when we online, you know, there weren't a lot of online newspapers. So, but, so I read this out of the, I wish I had fake clipped that out and saved it, but she was trying to escape that, and the lions protected her. And when they had an animal expert analyze the situation, it was so funny because he was saying, well, her cries might have sounded like a cub. And you know what? I said, ma'am, sir, listen, the animals know smells. They know human smells from their animal smells. Those lions protected her. Isn't that something? How human beings could not protect the child, but God used the lions to protect her. Look that up. I got to find that article. I need to post it somewhere. And I might even try to post it with this article, with this um, podcast. But that's what I want to say to you. Just keep praying because God will hear you. And there is something to this when you really just feel like your back is against the wall and you just don't think you're going to make it and you're going to break. When you cry out to God, he will answer. He will He will move in a mighty way. And again, he'll either change you or he'll change your circumstances. Here, I said I was going to give an example. I remember many years ago, I was, um, I was teaching in Florida. I hadn't moved to Georgia yet. And my job situation had changed. Um, and so I was... Um, the Orange County Public Schools experienced a rift, which they called really was a layoff. It's a euphemism for layoff. And many thousands of teachers were laid off. They were hired almost immediately because they couldn't function without the teachers. But to make a long story short, they did it based on seniority. And I had not 
work for the district that long. In fact, I think I'd only been with the district for maybe a year or two. I'd only been with the district for two years that I was working for. So, but I did, I got called back that summer. I was working at an elementary school and I had to get up earlier and I had to drive because I was commuting from Daytona Beach to Orlando and I was actually a Apopka. And, um, and it was just a bad situation and it just the time and getting up early and childcare just it was a horrible situation. And on a Friday night, Friday night, I just cried out to God because I thought I was going to break. I could not handle the drive, the, the, the childcare situation with the hours. And I just thought I was going to break. And I cried out to God on a Friday night. On a Saturday, who, what school district calls you on a Saturday? I got a call from the school district. And it was from my old administrator that I'd worked with before that, that separation, that rift. And he said, would you like to come to our school? And I said, yes. And it, the rest is history. And I went to that school. And what it did was I was able to, because they started later. So I was able to avoid, you know, the traffic. I didn't have to get up as early. It was better for the childcare person who was keeping my daughter because she was with private childcare at that time. And it was just a win-win situation. And God answered the next day. That's just one thing that he did. He answered that immediately. That's just one of many, and he will do it for you. Whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that God is real and he loves you. And I, I know sometimes we think we're in hard places and we just don't see a way out. But if God can save a girl by using lions, ferocious lions who could have ripped her to shreds, then you know that God can do anything. And he, he will. He, I'm a witness. I, I, could go all, I could be on this podcast all night. They only give me 30 minutes because I'm using my computer for this. I could be here all night telling you miracle after miracle after miracle. And uh, I got to just say one more. And this is the first time I'm telling this story publicly, but I remember I was pregnant with my daughter and um, I had to take a test in Florida because Florida decided to add um, a test for the, the subject that I taught to be certified in that subject. So they decided to add the um, the subject, and um, and so I had to drive over. This is before GPS, this is before your phones and mapping and Google and all this. And I had to drive from Daytona to Gainesville, and the univer- at the University of Florida. And I didn't know my way. And the person who was supposed to go with me decided not to go. Later, I realized that this person was probably up to no good and they just found a way to say that they weren't going to go and here I am pregnant I'm afraid I'm not really good with directions but I have to go take this test because I need to get my certification I needed my job and I got in my car and this is what I want you to know of course I prayed all the way there I drove straight to the building this is no GPS, this is no, um, like I said, no Google, none of that. I just drove straight to the building, took the test, passed the test, the rest is history. That's just another example that just came to me and um, I was trying to protect that person's identity 
but that person was just an evil, no good human being. And now I probably suspect that it was intentional not to go because they were going to do something while I was away. But that's a whole nother story, boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm doing a chat by Storytime Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a whole nother story. And I got to do a podcast on that. But um, yeah, he will answer your prayers. Hang in there. Don't be afraid to go to him about everything. And he, he will keep your secrets a secret. That's another thing. You can't tell people things because they will use it against you or they will, you know, look at you differently. Or and sometimes, and let me just say this, people mean well. Like they may feel like, you know, they want to offer some advice or suggestions. And um, I even have to catch myself because when people come to me sometimes with an issue, my natural response is to try to help them solve the problem and give them, you know, ideas or feedback or advice. And that is not the best thing to do because most people don't really want the advice. What they want is a co-signer. So if they're telling you about their crackhead boyfriend and then you're trying to give them some advice and they just and they really want just justification to keep trying to be with this person, they don't want to listen to you try to tell them, you know, to go to God and pray and get guidance and this what God. They don't want that kind of stuff. So I've learned and I said I made up my mind, I'm going to stop doing that because it's not good, it's not a good practice. And it goes against the teaching anyway. You're really not supposed to give advice unless people are asking you for it. And if you you have a certain kind of relationship with that person in the first place. But one thing about it, God is the counselor. He is the counselor. You go to him, let me tell you something. He will give you everything you need. He will speak to your heart. And it will be so real because when you go to him and you pray and you ask God to show you what to do, the idea will come. And this is the thing, even though God is a supernatural being, and yes, he can act and move supernaturally, generally there's something in the natural that we're called to do. And that's the part that most people miss because they want, they sort of want to treat God as if he is a magician. Now I've mentioned this on this podcast, one of the best sermons I ever heard in my life was about 20 something years ago. It was about an older guy, I hope he's still with us, R.L. White. And he did a sermon called God is Not a Magician. One of the best sermons I ever heard in my life. And basically he was trying to remind us that when you pray to God, sometimes things don't just go poof and happen. There is something in the natural that we need to do. And you need to pray and you need to listen and you need to praise and you need to worship and you need to humble yourself and submit yourself And that is when your life will be so beautiful. That is when your life will change in ways you never could have imagined or thought. Will your life be perfect? Probably not. Will you have everything you want? No. There are things that I want that I don't have. There are situations that I'm still trying to iron out. But I go to God and I have nothing to lose by going to God. (laughs) I have nothing to lose and I can pour it out to him and I know that he cares and so I want to say that to you ladies and gentlemen well my time is almost out we made this short and sweet long and sweet peace and abundant blessings to you today and always